Greetings, Alpha Seekers. So, uh, the uh, Alpha Seeker in Chief, uh, our president, POTUS, has the virus. Um, so, this is a special uh, COVID edition. And I'm thinking that, you know, there have been a lot of analogies uh, invoked about the Trump administration, some of them less charitable than others. Um, but the one that comes to mind today is the uh, Woodrow Wilson analogy. It's a hundred years ago that uh, Wilson was at the top of his game, which doesn't quite fit the mold for this, but uh, he was in Paris. He was negotiating the Versailles Treaty, which was a fateful treaty that set the tone for the rest of the 20th century, frankly. And uh, he fell ill to the what was called then the Spanish flu. And that, I read an analysis recently that said that there was a woman actually wrote a book and argued that he had suffered a stroke as a result of complications from the Spanish flu. And that really took him off the chessboard. Uh, his wife ended up basically running the White House, and of course she didn't have the press pressure cooker that you have today, so she was able to get away with that to a certain degree. And, uh, you know, he did come back, but he was not himself, and he was unable to get his own Senate to ratify the Versailles, the Treaty of Versailles, so... The U.S. was not a party to the Treaty of Versailles, which resulted in a uh, completely isolationist policy and a real wind-down of the U.S. military, which we used to do after wars, except for uh, Korea. And then we decided we needed the permanent uh, military-industrial complex we have today, for better or worse. So uh, this may be the analogy with Trump, depending on how bad he gets... Um, I mean, obviously, it could be fatal. He's got terrible comorbidity with that body mass index of 30 from what was reported on CNBC today. So he may not make it. Or, you know, he may just have a mild case and, you know, conquer the virus, or it may conquer him. Or it, But the, the other possibility is that it really hits him hard and debilitates him and leaves him impaired to the extent that he can't serve. Um, so there's all sorts of ways to view that. One is that that might be a graceful exit, frankly, for him, uh, and might, might temper some of the vitriol, uh, that almost, uh, compares to the North Korean approach to traitors, where you're going to go after the three generations of the family. You know, these folks are in for a bad time if, if they lose power. And that raises the level of desperation, I think, on their part, because they know this isn't just, you know, going back to Kennebunkport. This is going to Club Fed for all of these folks, I think, because the left is going to, you know, hunt them down to the ends of the earth. But uh, I think, I don't know. But in any event, um, you know, it's a teachable moment, and that's why I decided to focus on it today. Um I am extremely, extremely uh, cautious about this because I'm 66 and I have COPD. 
and I've got a big bullseye on my back. I talk about being one breath from death, and people think I'm paranoid, but I'm not. Uh, This thing really is out to get us, particularly those of us who are in the upper age brackets and have comorbidities. So uh, let's hope this is a teachable moment. You know, the virus doesn't care about anything, but it doesn't care about particularly what you think of it. You know, if you think you can get away without wearing a mask, if you think you're immune, then you're you're a COVID-idiot. And Trump is a COVID-idiot, and now he's kind of become a super spreader because of this macho vanity, you know, uh, sort of denial thing about wearing masks. I mean, there really was a missed opportunity here because he's kind of a germaphobe. And if he had taken the posture that, oh, my God... You know, we have to protect ourselves against this virus, uh, so we need to wear space helmets or whatever. And that would have influenced a lot of people. I mean, some people might have taken that and said, oh, you know what, I'm going to take the opposite tack. Whatever he says, I'm going to do the opposite. So you might have the blue states in worse shape than the red, but um, I don't know. It, It was an opportunity for the administration to take that germaphobic aspect of conservatism and, uh, you know, use it to their advantage. But they took the opposite tack and kind of denied it. You know, you talk about climate change deniers. Um, This is kind of that macho, you know, uh, this is just the flu type of attitude. And, uh, you know, it cost Herman Cain his life and now it could cost Donald Trump his life. And it certainly complicates the the re-election campaign. Um, I don't know that he'll be... It may be a graceful way to put the end of these debate debacles, but, um, you know, my main focus today, frankly, is that it's a teachable moment. And, you know, there's a lot of people I know who are not taking this thing nearly seriously enough, and I hope this... Uh, I mean, if the President of the United States is vulnerable to this with all the health care and all the uh, testing and everything else, uh, you know, everybody is. And uh, the I just read another account, some 19-year-old perfectly healthy young man died of COVID. So, you know, you could say, oh, well, the statistics are in your favor if you're 19. Yeah, they are, but that doesn't mean that... Uh, You know, you're a sample of one, N equals one when it comes to you. And, uh, you know, if you're vulnerable to it, uh, you know, it's an unnecessary risk for people. I saw a thing on CNBC Today, guy running, you know, the movie theater association. I mean, you'd have to be out of your mind to go to a movie theater. You know, anything you can do in without going into a public space, that's... That's something you should not do in a public space. I mean, if you can stream it at home, then why would you risk your life to go sit in a movie theater? I mean, I just don't get that. And uh, But people take those risks every day. I walk down Lincoln Avenue and see it every day over here in Chicago. So uh, I don't understand why people take those unnecessary risks. I think there's been a sort of a complacency that's set in. Uh, But it's, in my mind, complacency is actually appropriate if, and only if, you take the proper precautions. 
And that means wearing a mask. I just picked up a face shield. And I'm telling you, you know, one of my favorite, I was always, I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid because I didn't really understand what that meant. <laughs> now I'm like, why would I want to do that? You know, But uh, I kind of feel like an astronaut. You know, I feel like here delay in 2001, a space odyssey trying to get Hal to open the pod bay doors. So I actually kind of like the, the, the face shield and it's only $2 and, you know, What's not to like? I mean, it protects your eyes. And so, um, and again, I have my offer out there, you know, if you want a face shield and an N95, uh, just go out on the Alpha's Next uh, company webpage, or company, I'm sorry, the company LinkedIn page. Go on LinkedIn, put on Alpha's Next, look under companies, and you'll find it. And uh, just make a comment that says mask and shield or mask or shield and I will reach out and touch you not touch you physically but I'll contact you and uh, you know it's the old AT&T reach out and touch someone campaign and I will get you a free compliments of uh, Ventures Next uh, shield or N95 <clears throat> so uh, so that's about it for today I mean the market reaction to this has been Sort of normal. Uh, Dow's down 1%. Uh, NASDAQ was down like 2.5, I think. And the S&P's down 1.3. You know, that's not a atypical day. And it's not, day's not over yet. Yeah, NASDAQ took the biggest hit. 2.4% at the moment. And uh, gold is down. Copper's up. WTI is down, which is oil. Uh, See if I can grab a VIX uh, print here, as we say in the the financial business. You know they can get one of those, but um, it's not a big deal in the market. People seem to think that uh, the reaction today was like, "Oh my God, the market's down," and it was down more earlier. But uh, it's just another day in the market because I mean it cuts both ways, you know. Um, Biden or Trump, from the market point of view, it's not a big deal. I mean, they, oh, well, S&P's now down 1.4, which is a little above that usual 1% volatility. So maybe it's a little bit pronounced, but uh, not a big deal as far as I'm concerned. It's not like the market dropped 5 or 10% yet, at least. So we'll see what happens. As, as our president often says, and supposedly he's only mildly symptomatic. But, I mean, the guy's a COVID-idiot. Let's face it. Say what you want about Trump. He's a COVID-idiot. I mean, I don't know if it's vanity or politics or um, arrogance or ignorance or what. But, you know, or wishful thinking. I don't know. Uh, but whatever it is, it's really dumb. And uh, I certainly wouldn't follow his lead on it, you know. And I think we can see what the consequences, you know, actions have consequences, behavior has consequences. And, uh, you know, in this particular issue, I mean, COVID is probably, if Trump loses, it's probably going to be because of COVID. And now it's become a physical attack on him. So it's really a vicious virus. And I hope everybody 
that listens to me uh, respects that and uh, start takes it as a teachable moment if you need any education on it. So anyway, that's about it. Um, live long, prosper, wear your mask. If you don't have one, let me know. I'll get you one. I mean, we don't have that many listeners. we got to keep them alive. No, I'm just kidding. We, we love you all and care about you as individuals. So uh, live long, prosper, wear your mask, and uh, we'll be back at you hopefully over the weekend should the spirit move. Bye-bye.